KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. The first question to be asked about Carrie Fukunaga's new version of Jane Eyre is why we should bother to see it when 18 feature film versions of the Charlotte Brody novel came before it, and nine TV versions, some of them really very good. One answer, though not the only one, is Mia Vasakovska's presence in the title role. She embodies Jane's most endearing qualities, courage, passion, devotion, unadorned beauty, but not the moist poignance that many of those previous versions have inflicted on her. This Jane meets the world and everyone in it with a rock-solid sense of herself that can only be shaken by love. The movie star works with beautiful purity within the novel's 19th century English setting. Jane's personal power seems entirely her own rather than some anachronistic notion of self-empowerment. That's particularly moving in a crucial moment of self-assertion with Michael Fassbender's forbiddingly handsome Rochester. It's all the more impressive when you think about Vasikovska's perfectly modern portrayal of an American teenage daughter and the kids are all right. But then the director's work is impressive, too. Kari Fukunaga made his directorial debut two years ago with Sin Nombre, a dramatic and cinematic account in Spanish of impoverished immigrants riding on top of freight trains lumbering through Mexico toward the U.S. border. That was a risky choice for the California-born son of a Swedish-American mother and a Japanese-American father, although maybe not such a strange one given his family heritage. Doing a remake of the Bronte classic seemed risky too and worrisome for those of us who wished him well. As it turns out, though, there was nothing to worry about. With these two productions, Fukunaga has arrived as a self-effacing master of his medium. He and his screenwriter, Moray Buffini, have rearranged the original narrative with great success, and the film also has fun with Rochester's manor house as a haunted house of alarming sounds and squeaking timbers. The heart of the story, of course, remains Jane's anguished love for Rochester, and that heart beats strongly. Even though this Jane Eyre moves at a pace some people may find slow, I thought it was perfectly measured. And Judy Dench is wonderful, as always, as Rochester's housekeeper, Mrs. Fairfax. When I wrote about Sin Nombre, which was shot by the Brazilian cinematographer Adriana Goldman, I said the use of 35-millimeter film cameras instead of digital equipment was a crucial aesthetic choice. The same is true of Jane Eyre which Goldman shot just as gorgeously, though in a very different style. I don't want you to think I've embraced the film uncritically, so I'll note that pulses were taken in the 19th century by checking the wrist, not the carotid artery, as seen here. And I'll object to the use of surround sound to create squeaking timbers at the back of the theater. This lovely film surrounds us without it. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW next month after a film-watching trip to Hong Kong and China. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.